Welcome to the next episode of the FMA podcast. If you're an individual or church looking to take your ministry to the next level, visit freedomministryalliance.org for your next step. I hope you enjoy this message. Hey guys, this is Matt Hobson, and today I want to discuss how we can experience less stress in our lives. I don't know about you, but I never wake up and go, I hope today is really stressful. (laughs) I mean, I personally want a level of stability and not have to have a stress-filled life, um, and I I don't want to continue to work through issues over and over and over again. But in order for us to have less stress in our lives, we actually need to find the root cause of that stress. And so that's what I want to talk about today, a, a little word that can cause a big problem if not handled correctly. And so that word is change. Um, it was a few weeks ago, I'll kind of tell you how all of this started for me, a uh, friend of mine, my best friend actually, just kept coming to my mind, coming up in my, in my spirit, and I knew I should have reached out and given him a call, and you know, I just didn't. That day for me personally was just a, a stressful day. I had a lot of stuff going on, and I didn't reach out. And on my way home from work, I actually had a missed call from him. And I thought, man, I knew it. I knew the Holy Spirit was putting him on my uh, mind for a reason. I should have reached out to him, and I did not do it. Nevertheless, when I got home, I gave him a call, and he told me that he was uh, having a really stressful day and that everything was changing. And so I asked him to give me the details, and he went into a story and told me, and, uh, uh, and this happens to a lot of people, especially in the, in the business world where mergers and acquisi- acquisitions and different things happen, you know, um, that environment is just always changing. And if you're not prepared for change, it can be a killer. Uh, I came out of the sales world. I was a salesperson for 15 years. I went through several mergers, several company takeovers, and selling our company, and back and forth, and always that fear of change, as soon as it would hit, uh, it could be paralyzing. And so I asked him to tell me a little bit about what was going on, and of course he told me that he had been working for this company, and they had been purchased by another company, and some management changed, and he was uh, grooming a guy to kind of take over some of his workload so they could split their territory, and as soon as he had him trained, the new management called my friend in and said, look, I hate to tell you this, but we're going to go ahead and have to let you go. And so they fired him from his current position. And for him, he, he's married, he has two children, uh, and this is a huge deal. Everything changing. And so I can imagine I've been in that position myself, the uh, level of stress that he was dealing with that day. And it kind of, in my mind, just made me think about how important it is for us to understand what to do when change happens. And so uh, I don't think it was a big deal because he's been through this before with other organizations uh, for you to get let go or you you know, you know get promoted or demoted or your manager changes or your company changes or the vision of the company changes. I mean, everything kind of changes and that's what I wanted to really focus on today. And I hope it's beneficial to you. And uh, if you think it is, Please share this out. I mean, this FMA podcast is for just that, for us to kind of share ideas and thoughts and how we work through things so we can all learn together as leaders and further the kingdom together. And so uh, I want to focus today on change and how we respond when change happens. And I think if we can really, you know, wrap our mind around that, we can understand how to experience less stress in our lives. And so the first thing is just change is a necessary part of life. 
everything changes. I used to joke around at our uh, at my current job that the only thing consistent we do is change, <laughs> but but it's true. Change is a necessary part of life. Without change, there would be no life at all. I mean, our lives are actually fueled by change. Now, I know most of us uh, want a level of stability, and that's okay. That you know, we can have that to a certain extent as long as we understand that things are always going to change. Um, I don't know if you guys watch Mad Men, but uh, Don Draper in an episode the other night said that change is neither good nor bad. It's just change. And so the way you go into it determines how your life reacts or responds to whatever change is happening at that moment. So if change is neither bad and, and nor good, then that means that you can go into it either with a fear and a panic or you can go into it with great joy. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's that change is just change. And if we can kind of understand that change is always going to happen and we can in our mind kind of uh, reprogram ourselves on how we deal with change when it happens, then I think that's going to bring the level of stress way down um, in, in, in all of our lives. And so, you know, we cannot be here without changing. Everything changes. Everything grows. Uh, I always like to think of it like a, uh, a river or running water. You know, running water is always changing and moving. And uh, if it ever stops, that water becomes stagnant. And, and we know what happens around stagnant water. There's mosquitoes and, and pests and uh, the smell is horrible and it's not a pleasant environment. And so God, because he loves us so much and wants to move us and grow us, is always allowing change to happen because it's a good thing. And so uh, I just love that thought that Don Draper gives us that change is neither good nor bad. It's just change. Everything in this world is changing each moment. Uh, I know it may seem like things are relatively stable, but the truth is uh, we can't see much of the change that's even happening in the world. I mean, you, uh, you can look at scientists. They can put things under microscopes, you know, where it doesn't even appear to your eye that things are moving until you really put it under that microscopic lens and you can see all these things moving, these particles and all kind of things changes and changing and moving and all that kind of stuff. And when we realize that change is not something to be feared or avoided, we can learn to let go of the fear of change. And when we let go of that, those parts in us that kind of refuse to change uh, will stop uh, triggering that kind of stress system or alarm to go off in your life. And so the problem is when we, tr when we try to avoid change, we actually create the tension and the stress in our own body uh, that, that causes all of that fear and anxiety and stress to build up. And so if we can keep our energy focused uh, less on what's going to happen in, that in the unknown, and, and if we can just accept it as what it is, that it's not bad, it's not good, it's just change. And when we can do that, we can bring the energy down in our spirit and our body where we can allow that change to flow through us and hopefully uh, we'll avoid any of the stress that's happening. Um, the only way, I think, that we can accept change is to realize it's inevitable. There's nothing you can do to keep it from happening. So uh, just take a second right now, actually, and just say it out loud. Uh, if you're at home by yourself, I don't know where you are, but if you're in your car... Just say, 
There's nothing I can do to keep change from happening. Allow yourself permission for that to just be okay. Change is going to happen. When we realize this, even now you will sense a relief inside of you that, you know what, change is going to happen and it's going to be okay. Uh, that's an amazing thing. If you could just get that concept, if you can just allow yourself the permission to experience that, um, I think it would do a world of good in your life, especially where stress is involved. <clears throat> Excuse me. In Ecclesiastes 3.1, we've all heard the verse that there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. Maybe it's just the time for change. Uh, maybe it's just a natural part of what's happening in your walk. Uh, it's not good. It's not bad. It's just that time of the season where things change. Or look at James 1.17 where it says every what? Good and perfect gift from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. So every good and perfect gift is from above. That means change is good or bad. It doesn't matter. It's just change, right? So if we could accept it as this is just change, and it is a good and perfect gift from above, then we could really allow that stress, that fear and anxiety to just go and just accept change for exactly what it is. Just change, right? Not good, not bad, just change. And so, you know, we have a huge role to play in this because the beauty of our lives is this. We get to create it any way we want. You can create any life that truly is fulfill, fulfilling, that's aligned in every way, um, but it will always require you to let go of something before that next thing is in sight. And so whether change just happens to you, like it did my friend, you know, he was just um, fired from his position. He couldn't do anything about that. Or whether you know that there's a next step that's required of you, there's something that you need to do kind of to take the next leap there's always a change that's going to have to ha have to happen, whether it happens to you without you um, wanting to, it to happen at the, that time, or whether you're having to force that change in order to get to the next um, step in your life or in your walk. There's always going to be some kind of change. So I'm just hopefully speaking to a group of people that's kind of stepping out onto that cliff edge right now. Right there's maybe a decision that you need to take or a next step or not knowing what outcome will be or where you'll end up, um, you know, creates that kind of fear and anxiety and stress. And, and then you get to hear, you know, those, uh, those sayings that um, really good-hearted, good-meaning Christians will say, like, sometimes you have to close a door before another one will open or, um, you know, one door closes and the window opens or all these sayings that people try to to, to make you feel better um, when change is happening, but they really don't do anything to benefit you. Uh, I actually personally cannot stand those sayings. Like, you know, for my friend to just lose his job, be worrying about his kids and his family and what is he going to do next, for me just to throw out, hey, when one door closes, another one will open. That's not really helping him in that moment. Now, I know people have good intentions, and I'm, I'm not meaning anything like that. I'm just saying we really need to think about what we say 
before we say it because the uh, it could really help determine what happens in that person's life. And so uh, maybe a better way to say it would be to help them understand what's happening with change or how they could respond with change. And um, I don't know, just give it some thought before we throw out, hey, maybe a door needs to close before another one opens. Um, and then and then maybe we can think about it that way. You know, I love this. I, I don't know who said it, but there was a quote I wrote down not long ago. It said, to be reborn, you first have to die. And to rise from the ashes, you first have to burn. I mean, closing doors is very scary. Uh, I, I comfort myself in thinking that I love change. Uh, I love change at work. I love change in our lives. I love picking up and moving to new places and doing new things. Uh, I really think that that is uh, a true statement until change happens. And then I'm exactly the person that I'm talking about today. I am stressed out. I have a level of anxiety and fear that's off the page. Uh, and even though I pride myself on saying I love change, at the heart of it, that's not true. Change is scary. Every change is scary. And, and closing doors is scary because there's a, a level of uh, you know comfortability or uh, security or stability um, that we that we have. And then when change happens, all that goes out the window. And so uh, I just want to talk a little bit about uh, your fear and how when change happens, um, not to take that fear with you. So here's where I kind of want to end up with change. I want to uh, ask you a couple of questions or, or give you a couple of questions to ask yourself when change happens. Um, and maybe asking those questions will give you the answers you need to take that next step. Um, so the best question I think I've ever been given by somebody when changes happen in my life is this. What happens if you remain where you currently are? At the end of the day, on any major decision, on any change that's happening, I try to ask myself, what happens if I stay? So that could be in a relationship, that could be in a job, that could be in a situation, that could be in an altercation. That question, what happens if I stay, will hopefully give you the answers for your next step. Now, my own answer to this question is always goes uh, or always goes back to what I was talking about with the water is stagnation because I know for myself if I don't change uh, out of fear if I don't take that next step out of the unknown uh, I'll become stagnant and that's not good for me so God uh, at least in my life has always forced a change in order to move me forward um, and so I know uh, uh, my pastor says if you, you have that end goal that God has for you for your plans and purposes and you can either get there by tribulation or you can get there by revelation, but you're always going to get there. And unfortunately for me, it's always been by tribulation. I've always been forced into a change. And so my question uh, to you is, at the end of the day, what happens if you stay? Because I believe the ultimate purpose is for all of us to grow. And you know what? We really don't have much of a choice in it uh, because uh, God's not going to allow you to stay 
in that situation when he knows there's so much more for you on the other side. And I know there's a fear that's faced with it when you step out into the unknown. Uh, you ask yourself, well, what happens if I leave? What happens if I don't? Is there something I'm willing to accept? I mean, that's really what we're drilling down to, right? What um, level of stability, security, fear, anxiety, stress, what are you willing to accept before you take that next uh, leap into the kingdom or into your life or your job or your relationship? I mean, your answer may give you that final nudge you need to step right into that uh, void of the unknown or whatever we want to call it, of whatever life has in store for you next. Um, and if it fails, then what happens? I mean, there's a, a, an amazing concept uh, when I've been doing some study recently that I came across which says this, there's very few doors uh, in our lives where we can't undo them. Or there's very few decisions or very few things that happen where you really can't undo the, the decision. Meaning, um, if, you, if you take a job and you don't like it, then find another job. Uh, that was just a decision that didn't work out, and now you can move into another decision, Or, but it's always going to be moving you into that next step. And so there's very few doors that are closed in our lives that can't be reopened. Um, that was really the final decision for us when uh, five years ago almost, um, Kent Maddox asked us, hey, I want you to leave your lucrative sales job, and I want you to to quit, I want you to sell your house, I want you to move up to a different place, I want you to come on staff here at our church, and, and, and I want you to do all that you know, as soon as possible. And there was a huge fear of the unknown of, well, what does that mean? What does that look like? How are we going to live? How are we going to make it? How are we going to do these things? How are we going to sell our house? What about all of our friends? I mean, all the normal questions that anybody would have. But at the end of the day, the question for us was, why not? Why not try it? Why not jump into the unknown and try something? And if it doesn't work out, then we our decision was, if it didn't work out, I would just go back into sales and get another job, and we would go on about our lives the way, the way that it was happening. Um, but we took a chance and jumped out there because we knew this thing can be undone. If we jump out here and come on staff at a church and it's not what we thought it was or or we don't like it or whatever the reason would be, then we could always go back and do something else. But God's not wanting us to go back. He's always calling us to go beyond. And He's always presenting those opportunities that's going to be uh, risky or fearful or because He's always wanting us to take that next step, that next leap. And so for us, the deciding factor was... What happens if it, the worst worst thing that can happen? You know, for me, I always, uh, I always try to do that. What's the worst case scenario? Because <laughs> uh, if I can go into it knowing that, then I'm always a little better. And, and just to be transparent with you, one of the things I always like to know is um, is like to have a not a backup plan because I, I hate that. I hate Plan Bs. But it, but I do want to know if this doesn't work out, what would I do? So I always kind of give some thought of uh, of just a game plan or uh, a life plan of I want to try to go down this path, and if this path path doesn't work, you know what am I going to do if I had to back up a few steps and go down a different path? And and that kind of can give you a little confidence 
to jump into that next stage because I think if you can get over that first big jump, that bur that first big leap into the unknown and the fear of what could happen, if you can get past that, then I think everything's going to be okay and you won't even think about a plan B or backing up or making another decision. But the confidence should come in knowing that there's really not many decisions that can't be undone. So I just want to encourage you because it's worked out amazingly uh, for my wife uh, for myself, we've traveled the world. We've gotten a, t uh, a tremendous amount of ministry experience. We've made deep friendships, uh, just amazing connections. And none of that would have been possible if I would have, out of fear and anxiety and stress, have just stayed in my sales job. And so we took that leap into the unknown. Uh, and, and God has just been amazing to allow us to grow and change. And, 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 you know, even in this month, this biblical month we just moved into here at our church, we're discussing that your life is like a film strip. And there's times that come around where you can hold that film strip up to the light and you can allow God to make edits of things that you would like to change or do. or uh, And then he can do that to move you deeper into the plans and purposes he has for you. So I hope that um, just these random thoughts I've had of change, how we handle change, I hope that helps you. It's helped me even talking about it. And, uh, and I just, I want to encourage you with this final quote from Nelson Mandela that says, may your choices reflect your hopes and not your fears. Again, if you found this podcast to be beneficial, please share it out. Um, get it around. Help us spread the word. I think it could be a valuable resource as we continue to, to grow and shape it into a real good tool for all of us to be able to use. So see you next time. Hope you have a less stress-filled life. If there are any questions or topics that you'd like to learn more about, please email them to matt at wordalive.org and we'll cover them in future podcasts. Thanks for listening.